Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 353 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey German, as always, is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here for episode 353. And Rick? Yeah, I'm also here. All right. We have but he's a, here for a different episode, though. Yeah, yeah he's here for 354. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're, you're, a week, you're a week early. Yeah. So I'm just sitting in on this one. I mean, I, that's allowed. That's allowed. But I'll, but I'll, I'll be here till next week. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> um, then got like a little sleeping bag or something to curl up in the corner with? Or? Don't worry about it. He's going to go in the crawl space, and he's going to live there for a while. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's not terrifying at all. Don't worry about it. You knew. I thought we you told you about it, right? No. This is all new information. Oh well, you know. About is that it now, is like is is that why like all of a sudden this little peephole showed up in the bathroom wall? I don't know. I don't use that bathroom, so I can't really say one way or another. Okay, because like I, I could have sworn like when I was taking a poo, like I looked up and there was just an eyeball sta- staring back at me, but I didn't think anything of it because there's there also like a new painting. Are you sure, there? That, sure that was like a hole and like not a mirror you're looking in or anything. Just uh, I mean that could be too. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just a one sounds, small sounds mirror, a lot like uh, a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> One small mirror that just just reflecting your eye back, right? It could be. It could be that. It could be that. That doesn't. That doesn't seem right. You don't know. <laughs> you're you're right. I don't. It's <laughs> it's probably fine. Uh, but before we get too deep here, I should probably give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our black belt patrons: Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Hoffenbrill Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. All right. If you guys mm. want to become a patron, head over to Patreon.com/slash/BlindStudios and become a patron today. Did you do you hear what I heard about them? What? So apparently. So like they're all like Jenga champions, right? The, the world. Well, obviously, of like um, in in fact, uh, you immediately get access to our super school Jenga school. Yeah, yeah, but like our nice. patrons are so good at Jenga. Like there's a, like a, there's this one time they got together and started playing Jenga. And it just ended up just a bunch of single sticks just going up as high as like they built the space elevator into and the then sky. They kept going. My God. Yeah. yeah. We, Mother of God. The reason we now have a space elevator is because of our Jenga champion black belt, black belt patients. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're so good that when they pulled one out, the stack didn't even fall. They just kept stacking. Yeah. It's now levitating. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. And, yeah. And, and like that's, yeah, because it has to, it spins freely around the earth now. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's actually incredible. Yeah. yeah it went until they couldn't stand on anything tall enough anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> and at, at a certain point, like, they were no longer going up. They were going out because they, they had escaped the gravitational pull of Earth. Right, right. And those Jenga blocks still float around out there, they say. To this day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> That's why I want to make sure everybody else was informed about that. Yeah, actually, and, like, basically anything at forty five uh, 45th parallel, like, just that—that's the line it zips around. So you just gotta like duck every once in a while, or you yeah. get yeah. smacked by Jenga. Yeah, you want to be careful. Um, yeah, that's 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 a thing. Yeah, that's all one hundred and ten percent true. Yeah, yeah. Did I throw Fun you fact. off a little bit? <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, then head over to blindnessstudios.com and click on the store link uh, or go to teespring.com slash store slash blindnessstudios and get yourself some sweet-ass merch, including some I'm definitely wearing pants pants. Pants They're pants. shiny. 
and they uh, are guaranteed to um, at either add or subtract 10 to your sex appeal. Yeah. One of those two. Whichever you want. Which yep. is it? We're not telling. It's it depends, plus or it, minus. It you get to choose. How, it depends how confidently you wear them. Yep. The market, yeah, I mean... If you're already sexy, it adds 10. If yeah. you're not, it subtracts 10. Yeah. And if your confidence is plus 20 while wearing them, that's a net plus 10. There you go. Yep. <laughs> All right. Carlos, what have you been up to? It's been, what, two weeks? Yeah. It's uh, been one week. Sorry. So, yeah, the pool's <laughs> open. So I've been uh, doing a little swimming when the weather permits. Which it definitely nice. has. Yeah. I finally it's got been my... Permitting. Finally it's got been my, demanding uh, it, really. Hawaiian shirt. And it, I, I have to say, like, I had to turn that shit down because, woo, is that loud? Oh, yeah, it is just covered in flamingos. It's very bright. Yeah, it's it's very loud. I was going to say that. Like, Carlos's mic is uh, 10 dBs lower than it usually is because that shirt is so loud. (laughs) It makes sense. You don't want the background noise. Yeah, I needed the loudest shirt possible if I'm going to be by the pool. Well... And I did that. Yeah, yeah. That shirt is so loud that uh, <clears throat> Carlos legally has to um, put up one of those like hearing protection must be worn mm. um, signs everywhere he goes. Yeah, I've shirt's only, so loud he can't I've wear only, it outside after 10 p.m. I've had the shirt only for about five hours, and I've already gotten five noise complaints from the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Partying like redneck shirts. <laughs> that shirt. <laughs> I think this bit needs to die. <laughs> I'm surprised it went on that long. Uh, let's see what else have I done. So I watched a bunch of Nicolas Cage movies over the last two weeks. You you were in a Nicolas Cage mood. Yeah, there were three movies <laughs> I wanted to watch that had all come out within the last couple of years. So I I just watched all three of them. Uh, Which so, one was the best? Damn. I suppose, I suppose uh, we need to... Uh, yeah. So I watched, the three I watched were uh, Color Out of Space... Which is based on H.P. Lovecraft uh, short story. I watched Willie's Wonderland, where it's uh, him in like a, a kind of Chuck E. Cheese type joint overnight that's like been shut down for years, and there's animatronics that kill people. And then I watched Mandy, which is uh, his girlfriend is kidnapped by a cult, and I don't know how to describe it beyond that. Besides, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we watched that one together. That was a really confusing movie. So, basic, let's see. Uh, of the three of them, Willie's Wonderland was the most fun. Uh, so, Color of Space, I really enjoyed that one. Very, very good. Uh, like, all three of these are, like, just uh, genre films. So, they're all... But, yeah. So, Color of Space was a really a fun one. I'm glad I watched it. Uh, I put it off a little longer than I meant to. But uh, that was a gr- fun watch. And then, Willie's Wonderland was a blast. I, I think that's my favorite of the three. It was just hilarious. Nicholas Cage does not speak a single word in it, and he, but he's still acting it like hell in it. <laughs> and there's a fantastic pinball uh, scene in there where he's just playing pinball, and it's just great. <laughs> and uh, then Mandy was well, yeah, we Rick and I saw it last night, and well, it was weird. <laughs> it was very it was weird. Confusing. Well, it was so hard to discern what was happening at certain points. Like, is this actually happening? <clears throat> is this like something not act? Is this not a thing that's really happening? Is it like some dream sequence? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of things where it's like this seems like a dream sequence, but it was never explained. Are these <laughs> literal demons, or are these people in like uh like who just are like biker in a biker gang that are just dressed up very strangely? There are a lot of questions. Yeah. Huh. 
lot of loose ends, really. Yeah, I'm glad I went to bed. <laughs> but that was that was still fun it was to entertaining, watch. though. It was over the oh, top. I, it, I mean, yeah. just as just as you'd expect it to be. But yeah, so I, I think I, my recommended watch order of the uh, uh, I'd recommend watching Willy's Wonderland for sure for everybody. Uh, Color out space. If you like any like uh, horror, like it didn't have a lot of jump scares, so I, and I, I'm not a big fan of jump scares. So so I'd recommend that one. And uh, Mandy. I mean, if you're up for a, basically a trip, like uh, check it out. It's entertaining. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no there's no lack of entertainment value, but it doesn't make any sense. There's like a, a like a three minute seat, like a one <clears throat> shot of like him in the bathroom. No, it was like a little bit longer than I think of him just in the bathroom. He pulls out the the bathroom vodka because everybody keeps some vodka. Yeah, in yeah, the he just had it in there. Oh yeah, I mean, where do you in keep your bath- Where do you keep your bathroom vodka? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he just he chugs it and is just freaking out. <laughs> yeah, well that's what you do with bathroom vodka. He drinks like the whole bottle. <laughs> that seems like a lot of bathroom vodka. It is. It's it's a full bottle. You know, apparently it's not just a handy little bathroom flask or something. You know, I heard that, which is uh, also insane. I heard but. that apparently uh, the director, like uh, they weren't filming it, like he just had a bad day and he just went in the bathroom and pulled out like <clears throat> pulled out a secret ba- bathroom vodka and just started chugging and freaking out and like. But luckily, like the director had the cameras rolling, so they were able to get it on film. Well, that is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you pointed out that that was a lie. I mean, I figured everybody needed to know. <laughs> what else have you been up to, man? Uh, not much. Not a lot else. All right, Rick. What's up, man? I've been uh, working on the farm mostly. Oh yeah, farmer Rick. Well, we're get, we're getting it all fixed up. How's that farmer's tan? It's good. It's, it's good. good, man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're a real farmer now. Yeah, yeah, it's good. We're, I've got a big old pile of trees to burn that we're going to Big burn. old pile of trees. It's taller than the tractor, so that's going to be cool. <clears throat> I'm going to have to put in a permit for it. Ooh. We're, like, pre-approved for all that, so... So we'll we'll be fine. Oh right. man, I don't know if I've ever been to a fire that ever that needed a permit. Yeah, <laughs> that's exciting. It's gonna need a permit, and I'm gonna need to call nine one one and tell them like, hey, if you get any calls for this address, it's not the house. I promise. Until it is the house. Yeah. <clears throat> well, then I'll call. But uh, I'll call. But they'll ignore you though because it's that <laughs> well, address. Like, well, no, we're told it's safe. No, but it's, it's the house is on fire now. <laughs> no, no, but you already told us that it's good. I well, mean, all right, hang on. Let's 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 uh, let's 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 role play this and see how this is going to turn out. Rick, uh, you're having your fire, um, and the house is now on fire. Uh, you dial nine one one, and Carlos will play the nine one one operator. All right. You got a ring. You got a dial. I already did. I called nine one one. Yeah, all right. So yeah, so, <laughs> oh, you, so, you, pick, you, so you pick up nine one one. Yeah, this is nine one one. What is your emergency? Hello, I need you to come extinguish my house. It's on fire. All right, I'm going to need your address. You're just going to have to give me a fake address because you don't want to give your real address. Here's the address. Oh well, I'm checking my notes here, and I'm seeing that we actually are, uh, that's not actual fire. So you should be good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll hang up. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was good. How convenient. <laughs> How convenient. Your house isn't on fire now. <laughs> oh, shit. Anything else? 
Um, I don't know. Not so much, man. I don't know. We've been uh, been doing a lot of disc golf. Lando's Lando's have been a part of it a lot, and he's enjoying it a lot. I don't know. That's that's pretty much it. Not yeah. too much exciting stuff. Oh, we finally got out on the yaks this week. That was yeah, nice. Yeah, we did get um, yak, and that was good. Yeah, we did the uh, the Upper Kinney, which is a local river here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the garage had their one-year uh, birthday bash yesterday. It was And fun. we made it down there for a few beers and had a good time and uh, <laughs> accidentally sat next to your brother, yeah. which was super funny. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, we had little uh, little pool shindig. Had the had a bunch of doggos over, um, which was fun. And then I've been playing just a fuck ton of Mass Effect, the Legendary uh, Edition. Oh, you've been Mass Effecting, huh? I've been Mass Effecting. So I finished <clears throat> one and two, and I am balls deep in three right now. Um, good playing. Uh, yep, uh, Commander Shepard, horror in space. Oh, just like yeah. banging away. I'm I'm taking like the, the bang, 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 bang. Uh, taking the uh, what is it the the uh, the William Shatner route through space. <laughs> <laughs> just plow it all, man. <laughs> Made people very angry at. Well, me. yeah, that's what happens <laughs> when you go that route. <laughs> Still gotta. Yep, like Liara is pissed. She's always mad when you oh, do that. Yeah, she's not happy about it. <laughs> not happy at all. Well, she should have known when you were proposing a threesome in the first game and it got turned down. I didn't do that one. You did? Oh, the, oh that's because you have to romance Liara and uh, the other. Uh, yeah, and but you can't, and you you can't romance uh, her as fe- uh, femshep. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, and so I'm playing. A, I'm doing a femshep yeah. playthrough. Um, oh, so you're you're really just banging absolutely everybody. You got it. Yeah, right. it gives you the most bangability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never uh, so getting those space STDs. So yeah, yeah. When, when I play Mass Effect, I always I never customize the male character just because like that just is so iconic to me. Yep. But like, uh, but if I'm Shep, whenever, is I play, the same. whenever I do Fem Shep, though, I I do a little. Oh, I I just I just changed the, the hair the a little standard, bit. I went the standard uh, ginger. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So that's uh, it's a fun game, and uh, I I kind of I kind of want to check it out on um, the Legendary Edition. Yeah, I, I've been really liking the Legendary Edition. Um, I like how short uh, Mass Effect One is, and I think I I like I think I want to try. I've never done a Renegade playthrough just because I can't. I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. You don't have to spend three minutes in an elevator every time now, right? No, no, you don't. They skip that, right? Yep. Uh, and there's jokes about it uh, in the third <laughs> game. Like there's the there's this mission where you you have to fight your clone. And um, and like you get in the elevator with Garrus, and he's like, hey, "Anybody want to like talk about their species history?" <laughs> yeah, you you I, I miss our elevator conversation. <laughs> just, just just me, okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently that I, I never played uh, Mass Effect Three, so like I I never got to play that uh, expansion. Because that expansion is supposed to be amazing. Oh, is that an expansion? Yeah. Okay. It's it's all just kind of like rolled in, and I I never played three either, so this is all just like stuff that I'm. Yeah, it was released well after the they were done with it. And oh, okay. It was like, uh-huh. it apparently was like a nice brush of fresh air. Fresh air. It like it it was it so the entire crew goes on the mission yeah. and it and like you have like all the old crew back and it's constant banter between everybody the entire time 
and it's hilarious. Just <laughs> absolutely hilarious. It's like a victory lap. Yeah, well, and then, like, yeah, and then Shepard's just yelling, like, guys, how about we focus on the bad guys and shut up? (laughs) (laughs) And Rex is just running, running around with his shotgun, running up to things and just, uh, just yelling, kill shot, kill shot. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, yeah, besides that, uh, not much. I'm pretty excited, uh... This this next week, uh, I am I'm taking dive classes on uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, we should still have DOO and stuff, but times might be pushed around a little bit. But yeah, so I'm excited yeah. to learn how to scuba dive. <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Alrighty, uh, we have a beer. Beer. I'm go ahead and just kind of pop this quick. Give Carlos a chance to chug his beer because I didn't get sample glasses out. <sighs> perfect, perfect. There you go. All right. Um, going around the table right now, we have uh, Curio from I think it's Curio from Allagash Brewing. Um, it is a bourbon barrel aged triple. Um, and I'm trying to find, see if I can find anything more on it here. Uh, no, aging our award-winning golden ale and bourbon barrels layers it with subtle notes of vanilla, uh, caramel, and oak. Um, this was bottled on 1029.20, um, and it's 10.2% uh, ABV. Uh, Allagash is in uh, Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. Yep, it's one of the oldest uh, Belgian-style breweries in the U.S., um, I think they started in like '94, cool, something like that. Which uh, the only reason I know that is I've been we've been talking about uh, brew like a monk. Um, yeah, '95, '95 is when they started. So Ooh, I was pretty close. close, pretty close, pretty close, pretty close. Um, yeah. What do you think, Carlos? What kind of beer is this again? Uh, it is a Belgian triple aged in uh, barrel uh, bourbon barrels. Hmm. You you're getting definitely some character from the bourbon barrel. I don't know. Whoa, if it, there's I'm, a lot of bourbon there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's definitely it's not bad. Uh, hmm. It takes it takes a it takes a three sip for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Uh, I don't think I've had a Belgian triple like this before. <clears throat> it's hard for me to describe, actually. It's uh yeah we're gonna we'll give it a shot. Here. I don't have the palate linguistics. Mm, something yes, the words something with no no that's not it. I'm trying to figure out how to describe the flavor <laughs> that I'm I'm tasting, but I'm not sure how to what it is. So um let, let me take a stab here. It's triple. Yeah. So that. I get I get like a, I get a Belgian yeast character. Like there's a little bit of that like that bubblegum spice. Phenols. Yeah, um, it's very phenols. it's very phenolic, but it's almost masked by this uh, bourbon uh, sweetness. Like there's a lot of vanilla um, and a lot of oak, and just like this like this bourbony character. Yeah, that's kind of covering it's the everything. Sweetness from that. That's and it's just and it's and it's like it's putting it's. Like so, you know when this is this is gonna be a ridiculous analogy, but you know when you're making ribs, yeah, and you get like that shellac 
on them. Yeah. You know, like it feels like the the bourbon notes are like shellacking that yeast character. Yeah. And so like you have like that that um that sweet uh like not not smoky, but like it's sweet, it's um like slightly tannic yeah. um yeah. notes that are just kinda it's just kind of covering everything a little bit, but like still like that Belgian character comes through. It's very unique. It's very weird. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it yet. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, I don't dislike it, but I I think that's one like if I brewed it, I'd be like, well, not gonna do it like that again. Yeah, it doesn't seem perfect. It doesn't seem balanced. It, well, it it, the, it, it, seems, it feels it feels like there's two different beers happening. Yeah. Here. So mm. I, I see what you're saying. But I feel like those two different beers were kind of well balanced. It's just it's just kind of muddled. Well, but it it, it one isn't elevating the other. Yeah. Um. It feels like they're competing. I see. Like they they they're they're balanced in their flavor, but it if if one of those flavors like would support the other one, or if they would raise both of each well, other, I think a, they're like at the same level. But you need the triple to be like twice as high. Well, you as separately. So if they took like, um, if if they if we had like just a barrel aged beer and then this triple separately, it'd be amazing. Like I feel like there's there's two good beers here, and then we mush them together to get one okay beer. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty okay. <clears throat> but yeah, like the the flavor. This could work if the bourbon flavor was dialed. Did back you say this was ten percent? Ten point two. So if you dialed that back about half, does that does that change your? No, it's just like I'm. It's very drinkable for being ten point two. Like you, I don't get like a. Yeah. Oh, here I found a little bit more. All right, so this beer was first brewed back in two thousand four. Um, to make this beer, we age our triple in bourbon barrels for approximately seven weeks. After that time is up, we blend the barrel aged beer with a portion of fresh triple uh, to bring out the beer's notes of passion fruit and honey. The rest is a flavorful. And multi-layered ale with a crisp, dry finish. I, I just like I, I'd like to try. Uh, well, so I have one of the triples, but I need to save it for homebrew bound. Um, but I'm curious. I'm, I'm excited to try that. Uh, I can I can see the honey. I'm not getting any of that passion fruit mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> all right, Carlos, give me a number. Um, I kind of like this. I'm gonna give it a seven point eight. Okay. I. I kind of don't like it. I'm going to give it a four. That's like I'm going to give it a six. Actually, yeah. it's, very, it's very unsure six there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I found their food menu. Um, and I'm just hungry. Like, they got lobster rolls <laughs> and grilled oysters. And, uh, just looks all looks so delicious. Um, and so, like, that's, like, artificially bumping it in my head. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, I bet it's really good with those. Um, I don't know. The more I sit with it, the more I don't, like, it's it's not as shocking as it was. Uh, I think six is is the right right answer for me on this one. Right on. Got quite a range today. It's, it's, there's a, there's, like, an aftertaste on the this back This one definitely isn't for everybody. That I'm yeah. not digging. And it's the tannic on the back of the tongue. We don't always have to be on, right on the Department same number. Presents news with Casey. That's me. <laughs> 
trying to fucking talk over my Casey intro. Got, has to give us a look <laughs> if we try talking during that part. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh! A Florida man faces aggravated child abuse and other charges after hurling his infant at a deputy near oh. the end of a high-speed chase. That is Florida. The 32-year-old suspect is seen being tackled by law enforcement as a deputy cradles a baby in a sky blue outfit, according to video released uh, this week by the sheriff's office. Uh, Deputy Jacob Kirby um, said the suspect, who law enforcement identified as John Henry James III, left his car carrying his baby after the pursuit on the evening of May 28th and just turned around, no regard, uh, not a little toss, and over th- uh, overhand threw this two-month-old at me from about six feet away. Kirby caught the baby, who was unhurt. The sheriff's office said deputies were able to relocate the baby to safety. Uh, the Florida Department of Children and Families is investigating. Uh, the sheriff's department said in a statement uh, this week, um, yeah, so Jacob Kirby says the suspect overhand threw this two-month-old... <laughs> <laughs> like a football. I, I've seen some crazy stuff, but this is definitely up there. Um, he added, it was kind of awkward. I couldn't chase him. I couldn't tackle him. Well, I think Not a whole the, lot I can do because I had the baby. There you go. Like, it worked. It was like, er- Everything worked. <laughs> <laughs> After tossing the baby, James tried to get away uh, and struggled with other deputies who tackled him to the ground. Ah, uh, so his problem was he, there was more than one deputy. didn't have enough babies. You need more babies. <laughs> Just start over and tossing babies at cops. And then you can get you'd away. Have, you'd have to have a large basket full yeah. of them. And then you just, just basket one at a time. Yeah. Just, just yeah. grabbing them and hucking them. That was his problem. That was his problem. <laughs> yeah, that was Not his enough problem. Babies. Yeah. Didn't have his basket of babies. <laughs> just had the one. Oh, man. Um, James was checked out by EMTs and taken to a hospital after telling deputies he could not breathe. Good catch for that He cop. has asthma. Um, yeah, good catch for him. I mean, he's got to catch that baby. He has <laughs> to. That's the you're, one. Th- you're on the news for, for your, it's your fault now if you don't catch the baby. You dropped the, you fumbled the baby. Right. <laughs> I mean, you at least definitely have to catch him then. Yeah. Like, for sure. So this all started... Um, because it, like, they tried to pull him over for, uh, like, for failing to maintain the lane. (laughs) And then he was just like, nah, and let him on a 40 minute chase. (laughs) In which times he rammed his car into, like, the sheriff's vehicles multiple times. That's not what you want to do. And then threw a baby at them. (laughs) You want to take the warning for 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 the lane deviation. That's what you probably yeah. And then like he, there was a helicopter involved too, so he was just he was just done. <laughs> yeah, uh, he faces counts of aggravated battery of an officer, firefighter, EMT, uh, felony flee and elude, reckless driving, and resisting arrest with violence. Uh, oh, and he also faces a charge of aggravated battery on a pregnant woman. Apparently, oh, that's I mean, wait, hang on, that must be how new was away. this baby? Must be why he ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a strange one that he got. Yeah, like, and there's no other information on it. Was it did, was it because he had a warrant and that's why he ran away? Uh, it's not mentioned. Okay. I would, I'm like, you got to have a warrant if you're running away. Right? Or like you're just like in a hurry to get to that Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I got to poop. <laughs> And I just delayed my pooping by 40 minutes. (laughs) Take the baby. (laughs) 
One thing that's become clear over the past couple of years is that our society doesn't appreciate scientists the way it should. Well, in the past year alone, these heroes have conquered a pandemic, determined the human threshold for hot dog consumption, discovered how to grow both chicken nuggets and bacon in a lab, and may have even developed edible holograms. And now, a team of scientists at the University of California, San Diego, has solved another one of life's great mysteries. Can lobsters get high? Oh, good question. Right. The impetus for this groundbreaking study, a main restaurant that's famous for hotboxing its lobsters. Back in 2018, cool. uh, restaurateur Charlotte Gill of Charlotte's legendary uh, Lobster Pound uh, sent the internet into a tizzy when she told a local newspaper that she was experimenting with marijuana in hopes of creating a more humane way to kill lobsters. Gill would use an air mattress pump to smoke up a sealed lobster-filled chamber. <laughs> uh, she explained to Modern Farmer this week, the results were undeniable. Uh, we looked at uh, tail flips, and uh, we also looked at when we cook the lobster, is there a reaction when you put it into the boiling water? And we were seeing no reaction or very minimum reaction. <laughs> what are exactly, uh, what exactly is a lobster's standard reaction to being boiled alive? You ask. Uh, they're shooting their claws off. They're climbing over each other, trying to get out of the boiling water. It was a dramatic difference. Um, that's as good a reason as any to start hotboxing lobsters. Yeah, actually, that's <laughs> a pretty good reason. That's a good reason. Uh, the UCSD scientists uh, mentioned Gill's experiments in the intro of their pre-published paper on the study, uh, which is currently awaiting peer review, and confirmed that their research uh, supports her results. After 30 minutes inside a sealed chamber, gradually filling, uh, filled with THC vapor from an e-cigarette, the lobsters uh, showed significant behavioral changes, though they remained conscious and were active enough to turn around, change direction, and walk about 20 meters. Uh, they were mad chill while doing it, though. <laughs> uh, the scientists note that more research is needed, but overall, uh, things look good for lobsters destined for, destined for your plate. If you're squeamish about cooking lobsters at home, you might want to try sharing a blunt with them before boiling them. <laughs> but that, No, because if I share a blunt with it, it's my friend. <laughs> you can't eat your friend. No, so I can't, I can't do that. Also, I love the, like... They used e like they these lobsters are vaping, <laughs> right? Like which which makes me want to eat them more, right? Because yeah. like I get to kill something that vapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. Vape uh, lobsters. <laughs> uh, West, like, uh, and I wonder, like, so if you if you hotbox your lobster and then serve it with like uh, a THC infused uh, butter sauce. That'd be fun. That'd be like super good meal, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, West Virginia is expanding its incentives to encourage residents uh, to get vaccinated against COVID-19. With the state uh, later this morning starting weekly lottery drawings offering cash, trucks, guns, and scholarships. <laughs> Where is this again? West Virginia. They don't need the last one. Uh, yeah, so starting uh, June 20th, uh, West, uh, West Virginia will give out $1 million uh, in other prizes each week until August 4th, when two grand prizes of nearly $1.6 million and $580,000 will be announced. Other prizes include two new custom-outfitted trucks, 25 weekend getaways to local state parks, five lifetime hunting and fishing licenses, five custom hunting rifles, and five uh, custom hunting shotguns. Oh. Two uh, full four-year scholarships to any institution in West Virginia will also be awarded to vaccinated 12 to 25-year-olds. Wow. Right? That's a, that's a full-on scholarship. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. 
That's a lot of money. <laughs> I think people in West Virginia should get vaccinated. But, yeah, right. I can't no make doubt. fun of them because maybe they should just get vaccinated. <laughs> just um, the prizes to me are secondary to the fact that we're trying to save your life. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. Of course, his name is Jim Justice. <laughs> told a Tuesday new, uh, news conference at which he detailed the blitz of incoming incentives and made an impassioned case for getting vaccinated. All, all of our hospitalizations, all of our ICU uni- units, all of our deaths, for the most part, are all people that have not been vaccinated. I don't know how it gets any simpler than that, the Republican governor said. These vaccinations are amazingly safe and they'll protect you. I don't know how in the world people are sitting on the sidelines still saying, no, I'm not going to do one. I'm not going to do it. Uh, they go off and they travel. And then there's, a, uh, there's absolutely what I would say is a lot of sad singing and slow walking. And that's what goes on at a funeral. (laughs) Acknowledging that some might question the practice of essentially bribing people to get immunized against a deadly virus, the governor indicated that logic dictates he do whatever works. If you step back and think, now why in the world would you have to give away something to get somebody to get, uh, to get something to get somebody vaccinated? Unfortunately, it's the way of the world in a lot of situations. The faster we get them across the finish line, the more lives we save. The state uh, also has a financial incentive to get more uh, residents vaccinated. If the tab just keeps running, the cost is enormous. The testing costs are enormous. The hospital costs are enormous. All West Virginians who have received uh, one immunization shot are eligible but must register to enter. (laughs) Well, good, good. Get them vaccinated, you know? Give them guns. (laughs) If it gets them vaccinated. Oh, yeah. No, I just was like, like the, the prizes are ridiculous. <laughs> the prizes are very West Virginia. <laughs> Guns, trucks. It's a governor who knows his thing. And then, like, at the end, he's like, maybe some school. Yeah. <laughs> a little school. Ten guns. No, yeah. It was like, because five shotguns, five, yeah, I can't, five guns, rifles. Ten and then uh, trucks. Uh, two scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> you got priorities, you know? Yeah, you know, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. So I'm pouring a beer. I see that. It was sitting. It was sitting here, but the AC is working so well. It's still kind of chilly. So, <laughs> oh, a giant replica of Noah's Ark has been deemed unseaworthy and detained where it is docked. The 70 meter long or 230 foot long ship, which has been uh, transformed into a floating museum, arrived in Ipswich in 2019 in response to a freedom of information request made by the East Anglian uh, Daily Times the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency MCA said the vessel is not safe to leave due to deficiencies the BBC has approached the ship's owner for comment the ship was bought for uh, 3 million euros or 2.6 million pounds um, and its owner uh, Dutch uh, oh Dutch TV and theater producer Odd Peters uh, previously said he wanted to create a talking point for people from all backgrounds. It houses wooden sculptures depicting Bible stories, including Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, as well as the nativity scene. A spokesman for the MCA said the vessel Noah's Ark will remain detained until all the deficiencies have been put right, and a maritime and Coast Guard agency surveyor is invited back by the owners to check that they have been corrected. He said he was unable to disclose specific details of the deficiencies. Uh, Mr. Peters uh, bought the Ark in 2010, and a team of 50 expert craftsmen took five months to create the museum, thought to be about half the size of the Ark described in the Bible. Oh. Fascinating. So he should be able to fit half the animals then, right? His Ark's stuck. They only fit one of every kind. Well, they better get on it then. His Ark is stuck. Yeah, it's stuck in Nipswich. (laughs) Shouldn't have gone there. 
no, I didn't have to worry about any damn regulations. <laughs> and he's just like, every time it rains, he's like, ah, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. <laughs> and it's England, so it's like every day. <laughs> <laughs> He's just down at the pub being like, you guys. <laughs> They're going to keep the boat, but joke's on them. Joke's Once on them. Once the floods come. Once the floods come, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm safe. <laughs> I'm looking at your uh, boat here, inspecting, and I see holes. There's <laughs> holes all through this hole. I'm just going to write deficiencies. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get these deficiencies fixed, you can go. <laughs> Are they trying to replace the number of animals with the number of termites? <laughs> ah, deficiencies. All right. Let's have a discussion topic. Let's it's going to be a good it. one. Yeah, let's have a discussion topic. Let's have one. So uh, this week, we, uh, we are going to um, create... For, for you, our listeners, we're going to create a brand new fairy tale that you can go and tell to your children tonight. Yes. Yeah, because we, we, we're all about giving back. Yeah. We want to help We want to help you teach your child an important lesson. Yeah, we're qualified to teach children lessons. Yeah, because <laughs> we decided. Well, we're as qualified as Hans Christensen. That's true. Yeah. Yep. I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's the Christensen that gets all handsy. Oh, yeah. He's, he wrote handsy. like a bunch of fables. Oh, okay. Or whatever. Well. Yeah. Yep. All right. We're qualified to teach. We're, we're qualified. That's all, that's all you need to know yeah. is that we're qualified. So uh, we're going to start. Uh, so if we need a fable and it needs to be modern, um, I need a, we, need, we need a setting. Like where, where is this taking place? House Our, party. At a house party. At a house party. All right, like a college house party? Yeah. All right, so this is taking place at a college house party, um, and because we need to tell this story to uh, younger children, um, at this house party, um, they have a keg of Capri Suns. 1919. Um, yep, or root beer. <laughs> root yep. beer. Root beer, okay. Root beer keg. Or adult juice. No. No, no, no this, this is for children. Be, it's got to be friendly. It's got to be children friendly. <laughs> We just unless, said unless, how we we just said how qualified we were. Don't don't beer. make us liars. But don't we want to make? Don't we could include in the lesson something about alcohol? A good sarsaparilla. Nope. We'll right. have to we'll have to get around that. We'll have to get around that. We'll have it. to get around that. All right. Um. And uh, we need a good. All right. So we're at a house party where they're drinking root beer, and we need a good like protagonist name. What is a good uh name for our protagonist? What about uh what about Petey the protagonist? Yep, yeah, PD. All right, so PD. So, all right, so PD is at a house party. Yes. Drinking root beer. Drinking yeah. root beer with them. Right. With them. I'm, just, I'm making no. some notes just so I can keep this. All right, so PD's at a house party drinking root beer. And uh, is he there with anybody? His brother, Repeat. Okay, so Pete and Repeat are at a house party. Okay. All right. So, uh, PD and repeat, they go to this house party. Um, and they're like, they're, they're, they get some root beer. Um, and the, the owner of the house or the, the host of the house, um, house he, he comes, he comes to them yep, yep. and he says, Hey, welcome to the party. Welcome. I'm very, party. I'm very happy that you're here. There's only one rule. 
One rule. Don't open that door. The door. Yep. Right? And, but otherwise, everything's great. And this this is like the house party to beat all house parties. Right. Like, there is there is a root beer keg. There's a chocolate fountain. Yeah. There's a popcorn machine. Yeah. Yeah, good. And, good. And Pete, Petey is being a, a good kid. He listened to the person, and he nodded along and drank his root beer. Now, repeat, though. Repeat was not listening. Repeat was not listening. He wasn't listening. Repeat wasn't listening. was distracted looking over his shoulder at something uh, else. Yeah, well, it turns out that there were a bunch of cute girls at this party, and Repeat So was... we can talk about cute girls, but we can't talk about booze. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and he, Repeat yeah. was really thinking about how he wanted to hug some of those girls. All right. Yeah. He wanted to hug them. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, he was going to hug them. Yeah. Yep. Real good. Real good. All night long. <laughs> So, so yeah, so Petey was listening uh, when when the host, Josh, we're just going to use the host name, Josh. Josh. So when Josh was was telling him, uh, but Repeat was distracted by all the cute girls he wanted to hug. Right, right. Um, and so. And, and then the guy, uh, after, he says, after he says the thing about the door, he goes like, all right, you guys got that? You don't need me to repeat it or anything, do you? And like, Repeat hers, his name, go, oh, yeah, no, we're good. Yeah. Yep. So anyhow. Right? Yeah, anyhow. What, what happens next? Oh, shit. Um, now, I think they both need to be tempted to open the door. It oh, absolutely. Tempt well, everyone's tempted. Ab- everybody's tempted. As soon as, you, as, soon as like, you're told that you can't open the door. You're Nobody would have wanted to open the door before. Yeah. Yeah. But now that now it's been said that they can't. So, uh, I mean, I think definitely... Uh, so this uh, the, this party it continues. Yeah, yeah, the party. Um, it, it continues, and Petey and Repeat they're having a good time. They're uh, they're they're talking with some of the girls that Repeat would like to hug. Yeah. Um, and uh, like as the party goes on, um, it seems like fewer and fewer people oh, are there. I got it. I think, and like when they come across one of their old their one of their old friends. Uh, you come up with the name, Rick. Uh, D- 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 Daniel. All right, they come across Daniel. Daniel is absolutely sloshed on root beer. His uh, inhibitions lowered by all the sugar. There's too much sugar. And he's talking yeah. like it's a little. He's slurring his speech because of all the sugar. And he's like he's talking to Petey and Repeat like, man, outside that door, it's a hell of a view, guys. A hell of oh, a so view. Oh, so now we're getting. Oh, okay. Now, okay. So now there's a temptation. Okay. So there. So now then. So Petey. Being the good boy that Petey is, says, Daniel, I can't go through the door. I was told not to. Mm. Meanwhile, Repeat has already walked over because there's a snacks table there and he's got to eat some pretzels. So he's, he's not here for this conversation anymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's missing everything. <laughs> and Daniel looks at Petey and says, that's right. You shouldn't go in the door. And Repeat did not hear anything. No, nope. right. Didn't hear it at all. He's crunching it away at those funyuns. Yep. I'm munching. Munch, munch, munch. Munch. Now, so then um, their their other old friend. Yeah. Stephen. Stephen. Stephen comes. Good old Stephen. Um, and says hi to Petey. Hello. And what does, what does Stephen say? Uh, something, to, something that's going to make them think about the door again. Yeah. Oh, uh, Stephen's going to say, you know, I was I I once went out that door and it was, man, I had a great time, just the greatest time. Wow. 
Yeah, and so Steven's pe- contributing. Yeah, yeah but like Steven's not going to say anything about not going out the door because Steven's like they know what's going on. They they yep. know what's going. They, they don't so, have to be kept in the loop. And yeah. Steven, yeah. Uh, so PD then says, "Well, Steven, that sounds that sounds mighty tempting, but I thought we weren't supposed to go through the door." And Steven's like, "Yeah, that's right. You shouldn't go through the door." And um, repeat didn't hear any of this. No, because. Uh, there was a, um, a a fun game of uh, pin the tail on the donkey happening, and uh, yes. he got he got enamored by that. Um, and then their their other, or their their they they meet a third a third friend. Greg, Greg, Greg shows up. Greg shows up, and Greg says, "I know how this ends now." <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope we're on the same page uh, because I'm very excited. Um, so Greg, Greg comes and he says, "Oh man, there are so many girls to hug if you go through the door." Oh, I yeah. don't know if we're going the same way. Okay, and Petey is like, "Well, I mean." I do like to hug girls. Right. Because at this point, PD has had a lot of root beer. Right. He's had a lot of root beer. His like his energy levels are just like, woo, because of all the sugar. Right, right, right. Um, what he didn't realize was that Greg was correct, only technically. Um, and, well, we'll... I, okay, and so and at the same, we'll, 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 we'll see who who has who has better. Okay, okay, yeah, all right. So I, I'm I'm gonna finish my story right. and then we'll 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 we'll, right. we'll rewind to this point. <laughs> so then Petey uh, finally gives into temptation. Um, and this entire and repeat is uh, he he's been. Oh, it's not repeat is the one that's gonna fall into temptation because like Pete knows what's going on. Oh like, uh, no 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 I no no. Oh, you, you think Pete? Well, yeah, because because repeat uh, is is also not here for this kind. Of, like he's wandered off for so, this conversation so too. The only reason, <laughs> the only reason that repeat's not open the door is just because he's just not having any part of these conversations. Okay. <laughs> and so then so then Petey goes and he opens the door and falls down an elevator shaft. Oh. Because that's what was behind the door. Right. And PD's dead, but Repeat gets to finish out the party and have a good time because he didn't open the door and listen. And the moral of the story is don't stop listen. having stupid conversations at parties. <laughs> so here, here's my take on it. I, I like the thought that PD's not opening the door because Repeat's just, <laughs> <laughs> Repeat's just so out of it. He's yeah. just, or the moral of the story is um, enjoy the party. But here's my twist on it. So... Petey, he like all he hears all the stuff about the door, but he just he he just doesn't really get it. But he wants to see what's on the other side. So he goes and he opens the door, and he gets sucked into space because it's, they're on a space station the whole time, and everybody gets sucked out into space. And you know what the moral of the story is? Don't open hatches on space stations. That's a good moral. That's a pretty good moral. It's a pretty good moral, and it might be it might be useful for the future as we have, have more people on space stations and such. So <laughs> they're drinking root beer. And, and, you know, I think that that best fits the the modern <laughs> that they were in space thing. the whole time. <laughs> I do I do like that. Repeat just fucked off of every conversation, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason he didn't open the door. Because like it's it's that it's that it's that classic fairy tale twist when. You think that the protagonist is the protagonist, but really they're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and obviously, every you think he's going to open it. 
Yeah, but he doesn't because he was a good boy and just enjoyed the party. But it, it, it you know, it also teaches you that don't don't tell people not to go somewhere if you want them not to go there. Well, no, but you should also <laughs> tell them so they don't go there. Well, you just lock that door. Also, don't listen to your friends Dan, Steve, and Greg because yeah. they're assholes. Though, to be fair, I, uh, I mean, they did have... It probably was a really good view if yeah. they would have been able yeah. to see it. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of women to hug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, outside that door. Yeah. Back, you know, toward Earth, <laughs> maybe. <Yeah. laughs> oh, jeez. That's a good lesson, though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good, a good lesson, lesson. Yeah. 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 Whether it's an elevator shaft or the cold embrace of space. Don't open, whether the, door. Don't open the door. Yeah. yeah. I think this Also... Uh, do proper airlocks on your space station. So, like, just opening a door doesn't, so, doesn't kill lock. everyone. It should so, lock. Wait, wait, wait. So, yeah. the story goes, Pete and repeat are at a party. Pete falls out. Who's left? <laughs> God damn it. Did you do that on purpose? No, I just thought of it. Come on. I, I, <laughs> Pete gets sucked out of the space station. <laughs> Literally, our entire thing could be reduced down to that. <laughs> Who's left? Oh, man, we are so good at children's stories. <laughs> Yay. So there you go. Tell your kids that story. Scare them out from opening doors they're not supposed to open. Yeah. That might actually be really useful just for kids. Yeah, I told you. All these are useful. <laughs> Unless their name is Dan, Steve, or Greg. Yeah, well, those guys are... Then, like, you've already screwed your kid and turned him into an asshole by calling him Dan, Steve, or Greg. Yes. And that's a long name, too, Dan, Steve, or Greg. Yeah. Well, if you say it real fast, it's not so bad. Dan, Steve, or Greg. X is kind of fun. Dan, Steve, or Greg. Dan, Steve, or Greg. All right, we take it back. X is a good name. It's a good name. I I, I, I apologize for... (laughs) Sorry, Mr. Steve, or Greg. Yep, I I apologize. Well, and that brings us to the end of the show, folks. I hope you guys had as good of a time as we did because, well, I'm going to be honest. That was a lot of fun. And way more fun than it should have been. <laughs> it's a uh, good time. Like now, now I, like, I kind of want to make like a board game where you get uh, kind of like... Um, or you, you get like cards with character names and a, a, like a moral. And then you have to like build... like As a group, you have to build... Up a, a like a morality tale. Oh, we could do that. Huh? I think that'd be fun. It would be fun. Anyway, uh, if you guys have any show ideas, questions, comments, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindersstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindersstudios or follow us on Twitter at blindersquareninja. You can also find us on Instagram at blindersstudios. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.